0: Love, Talk Radio. Good afternoon all. Welcome to Spirituality is Reality. And I am your speaker slash host. it's all good. I am back. Friends, there have been questions as to where I am. Am I hiding? Have I dropped off the face of the planet? And the answer to to that, of course, is no. I'm right here. I'm right where I've always been. And you know how to contact me. All you have to do is contact me at spiritualityisreality uh, at gmail.com. I'm I'm easily accessible. I say all the time that I'm online. No, I don't have a gazillion social media sites. I don't think there's a need for that, especially not with the things that I'm talking about. And why do I say that? Because the world really isn't ready for a lot of the things that I say. Friends, the talk that I talk here on this broadcast is very uh, unconventional. Uh, it's, uh, it's not rhetoric, it's not gossip, it certainly doesn't have anything to do with entertainment. It's about real life, and it's very philosophical. And it's certainly not opinionated. I mean, I've had people say, well, that's your opinion, Ms. But Friends, if you listen, really, really listen to what I'm saying, it has, um, and it does, transcend opinion. Friends, opinion is very uh, sophomoric. <laughs> opinion is very immature in my in my. Uh, Opinion. (laughs) Um, You got to have a little humor every now and then. But really, back to reality, friends, life is a very serious, serious thing. And if you're online right now, you can see that we're going to be talking about work. And we're not talking about the work that you do every day or maybe you do part-time and you earn wages and you get paid and all of that. We're not talking about that kind of work. We're talking about the work that man is failing to do and man has failed to do. Um, And because man has failed to serve, because that's really what we're talking about. When we talk about work, friends, we're talking about service. And this service has to do with man taking care of and meeting the needs of his fellow men. Now, friends, I have talked about this in prior broadcast. This is really nothing new. But for those of you that have never heard me before, you're not familiar with me, uh, this is going to be entirely new to you because I'm talking about something that has not been talked about in eons. Uh, it is in ancient scriptures, but it's not very well understood. Uh, it's, um, man doesn't really understand what it means to work. And that's what I've been doing, friends. You ask where have I been, what have I been doing. I have been doing this work. And the work that I do, I'm doing right now as we speak. When man works, he works because it's what he needs to do, not because he needs to put food on the table, not because he needs a roof over his head or anything uh, primal or carnal. Friends, the work that man does has to do with meeting the spiritual needs of fellow men. Now, in order to understand spiritual needs, one must understand and accept the fact that man is a spiritual being. Friends, many people cannot accept that. Some people call themselves accepting it, but they don't really know what that means to be a spiritual being. Now, I've been talking about being, being a spiritual being, existing spiritually for a long time now. And I think a lot of what I've said has fallen not only on deaf ears, but people have not been able to really uh, comprehend the nature of what I'm talking about. Friends, we are in a time right now where the things that I'm saying are of the utmost importance. It's more important than anything. Uh, than that you could possibly ever hear, ever see uh, at all, I'm telling you. Because we are at the end of an age, and I've talked about this as well. Uh, We uh, see this, we know this, because we can see the direction that man has taken uh, as far as his civility. Man is devolving, and he's also simultaneously evolving. And I'm not talking about uh, evolution and appearances, friends. Uh, some of you may feel, well, yes, man is evolving because look how far he's come as far as, as, far as what, uh, technology is concerned. Man has uh, accomplished great feats. Man, you know, he's not only has he been to the moon, but he's on his way to Mars. So this is a great sign. This is a sign that man is on the upward, uh, uh, he's moving upward. He, he's evolving. Friends, if you think that that is evolution. You are sadly mistaken. When we talk about evolution, we're talking about culture, friends. We're talking about man and his humanity to his fellow man. And at this time, man is inhumane to his fellow man. Man has not learned how to love his fellow man. And because man has not learned to love his fellow man, he cannot really say that he's an evolved being because evolution is mental. Evolution is spiritual. Evolution is of the soul. So I say man is evolving and he's also evolving simultaneously. Why? Because even though man is on a downward spiral, he also is evolving because one comes from the other. Friends, we have to learn how to look at life whole. To separate life, to say that there is goodness and there is evil and one is on one side and the other is on the other side is not the correct way of seeing things. One must see that out of goodness, excuse me, out of evil comes goodness. One must see that out of one thing another is born. Therefore, they coexist. And that is what evolution is all about. Because man is devolving, out of this devolution, man is evolving. Friends, if not for devolution or devolution, man could not evolve. I have said in prior broadcasts that man evolved from a beast to a man and then to a divine spiritual being called God. And all of this is already in man. For every man, every soul that exists has a divine spiritual purpose. And it is time now that all of this information, all of this knowledge, I like to use the word knowledge, is released unto the masses. Because man has lost sight of his spiritual existence, his spiritual beingness. Man does not know that he's a spiritual entity that is upon the earth to work To work, there's that word again, for an independent identity. Yes, man is an entity that must work for a definitive identity. Because at this time, man has no identity. He thinks that he is from his world. He thinks that he's his race, his social economic class, his nationality, his ethnicity, whatever religion he practices. Uh, if he's on some kind of job or in the position of the job. Man defines himself in all of those ways, but he does not know that the true definition of who he is comes from his heart. A man is his moral character. I cannot stress that enough. That is who a man is. And when scriptures say God looks upon the heart, that is what it means. For God sees the moral character of man. He looks at the heart of man and determines that that is the identity, or that is, in fact, the man. Now, why am I saying all these things? What does that have to do with man's purpose and why man is on earth? It has everything to do with it, friends. Man has lost his, lost his purpose. He doesn't know why he's on earth. He thinks he's on earth to accumulate things. He thinks he's on earth to get to the top of the social economic ladder. He thinks he's on earth to uh, satisfy uh, pleasures, which is hedonism. Friends, man is a fool, and he's arrogant. And he's a fool because he refuses to learn. He refuses to be corrected in the way that he thinks. Man is born a fool. He's born a fool, friends. And that is why these teachings have come to man, to teach him about who he is, where he comes from, and where he is in fact going. Man must have a clear direction in life. His mind must be clear. He must have an understanding of things. And at this time, man does not. Man has no understanding of who he is. He has no understanding of why he's upon this earth. And I'm telling you that man is upon this earth to serve and meet the needs of his fellow men. And and let me just say something about that. And I've said this before. If man does not do this work, if man does not serve and meet the needs of his fellow men, man cannot cultivate God. In other words, man cannot be good. Friends, this is very, very interesting what I'm telling you. man is not be open his spiritual eye which is his inner eye his mind's eye would have to be open to be able to know something is good or something is evil man is in great error and he must be told and he must accept it you see the things that i say many people have a problem accepting because they look at somebody like me and they form judgment who is she to tell me does she think she's righteous who does she think she is That's the first thing that comes to the mind of a fool. But the mind of a man who wants to know, who wants to learn, will listen. And he will receive these messages. He will receive the knowledge that i bestow upon him because he wants correction and he wants to make sure that he does what is right and he wants all to be well with him in his life. A fool will think he's walking the straight and narrow and he's on the road to hell. And God lets him go his way. Why? Because he keeps rejecting the very things that I say. When wisdom comes upon him, he rejects it. When someone tries to teach him something, he rejects it. He constantly rejects it because he's self-righteous and he thinks that he already knows. Friends, the beginning of wisdom is when you know that you know absolutely nothing. Wisdom comes to the fool, not to the arrogant. You see, there's nothing wrong with being a fool. The problem is is that you're arrogant. So the work man needs to do is meet needs. And right now we are in society where obscured. What are the needs of men? I mean, don't we need food, clothing, shelter, and sex? Isn't that all man needs? I mean, after all, he is an animal, right? Friends? Man is far beyond that of an animal. He's much, much more. But as I said before, he's devolving. And if man only works to sustain a roof over his head and food on the table, he will never get beyond bestiality. Man has got to graduate beyond bestiality. He has got to do more for himself besides feeding the body. Man has to feed the mind. And the way that man feeds his mind is by learning of himself spiritually. Now, that's not an easy thing to do because the teachers have not yet made them because a lot of this, this the things that I say, have not been revealed to men. And that's not because it's not supposed to be revealed, but it's because man at this time is unable to perceive spiritually in his mind. It is because his mind is ossified. And man did this to himself, and he did this because he's living a life of materialism, meaning that he's living a life only to meet the needs of his body. He's living a life where he thinks all he has to do is accumulate things, and the things make him who he is. He doesn't understand that he is independent of people, places, and things. Man exists on his own. Man is a self-generating. Man is self-generated. I've said this before. One of the greatest secrets of the universe is that man makes himself. Man doesn't come from anyone or anything but himself because man is universe, and universe is man. Therefore, Therefore, all things come from man, not from elsewhere, from man. Man is an originator. He is a source of all things. And that is because he is a sentient being. You see, man is a being of moral character. And because man is a being of moral character, he can govern mind, matter, and spirit. You see, the things that I'm saying to you, friends, are coming to me from the spirit. This is a universal spirit. That is in tune with all of us. But like I said before, many cannot receive the knowledge from the universal light because they are living a life of materialism. Friends, in order to start receiving in your mind from your own universal spirit, one must change the life that he's living. One must want to live a life that is more geared towards learning about the self One must want to live a life that is more inward instead of external. One must be more concerned about matters of the heart instead of pleasing and doing everything possible to gain this empty world. You see, friends, it is up to us to give ourselves to the world not to look for what the world can give us because the world is nothing. For it is man. It is us, friends. We make the world what it is. The world is the way it is because of us. We have to understand these things. When we understand how things really are, we can live our lives more spiritually and more wisdom-based, and that is what is missing from the world. There is no wisdom. We have all these, I call this the self-help generation, all these so-called gurus and experts and everything, and they really know nothing. What they do is insult the intelligence of all of you. They insult our intelligence because man can live and he can find a way to live righteously. He can find a way to live morally upright if he looks to himself and not to anyone else. So the things that I speak to you, Don't have to do with you, me saying, come on, follow me, do it my way. I want you to find it for yourself. And I'm telling you that this is very possible. Service also has to do with maturity. Now, in order to meet needs, one has to see that there is a need. One has to see his fellow man in need and be willing to forget about himself and take on the responsibility of meeting the need of this element. Now, very few people can forget about themselves because they're bound in the falsehood of the ego, and I've talked about the ego. Men are born with this ego, and this ego is not really an enemy of man, for it is the ego that shows man who he is as a person. If man is willing to really see himself for who he is, You see, most people aren't willing to see themselves for who they really are because they don't want to see their weaknesses and they don't want to know of their shortcomings. And that is the worst because if you don't want to know about your weaknesses, how can you then correct anything in your life that is not right? This is why I talk about arrogance because it's arrogance that keeps a man from wanting to correct himself when he's going the wrong way. Correction is love, friends. If you're a teenager or you're a young adult or even an adult and your parents told you something growing up or a guardian or even a teacher and you refused to listen because you were arrogant and foolish, it was because you thought they were putting you down. It was because you felt like maybe you knew it all or, or well, you know, maybe you wanted to suffer the consequences on your own. Friends, that's foolishness. You know, man is like a sheep. You know anything about sheep? If you don't, I'll tell you briefly. A sheep is an absolute fool. If he doesn't have a shepherd, he'll just get lost in the woods. That's how man is. He has to have someone to lead him. He has to have someone to teach him. And you might be saying to yourself, well, who might that be Miss this Well, it would be someone who knows himself and can see things inwardly. And that person is also a student. You see, a teacher is also a student. A teacher learns and is always learning. That's why a teacher is able to teach, because he or she humbles himself or herself enough to be able to learn. Learning never stops. It's not something that you get to a certain age and then, you know, oh, we're done with that, or as it is in school, you graduate and that's the end of it. That's not the way it is, really. There's so much to learn. Learning never ceases, friends, and it's something that I really, really love. I love to learn, and I love to learn from others. And that's one of the best positions to be in when you can learn from your fellow men and you can share knowledge among each other. That's what I'm doing here on this broadcast. I'm sharing knowledge with you, sharing what has been coming to me for so many years now, and I want to share more, but like I said, Right now, people aren't ready for what I have to say because they haven't got, uh, gone to the bottom yet. They haven't gotten down and out yet. You see, the world, it, it, it's, it's horrible. I mean, if you look around, I mean, how many people are morally upright? You don't even hear about morals. If you say the word God, people want to condemn you. Really, they do. Oh, get away from me. You mentioned the word God. They automatically think religion, which isn't even the case, especially for me. Because I've said before that I'm not in in any organized religion. Spirituality is not about organized. It's about learning of the self. It's about self-knowledge, self-awareness. So without this maturity and this uh, wanting to be corrected, wanting to learn to do things the right way, man cannot serve. Because man is in his ego. He's in his own feelings, as we say. He's all about himself, and that's why this work of service, this meeting the needs of thy fellow men is not taking place, not right now, and that is why we do not have a sense of morality upon the earth. That is why man has totally run amok. That is why anything goes right now, friends. If you look look around, anything goes. There's no such thing as we can't live like that. but it says something about um, when a woman woman goes down and, and lives on her lowest level, which is what we see, especially when we watch these reality shows, the society has officially come to an end. Civilization has come to an end. Because let me say something about women. Women hold a very, very important place in civilization because they are mothers, they are teachers, and they are nurturers. Every man comes from a woman and when a woman does not carry herself in the proper way, what can she teach her children? What can she pass on to her daughters, her sons? How can she call herself a wife and a mother? It's really funny that I mentioned things like this because when you turn the television on, I mean, the men today seem to want to marry women that, I mean, They've got a track record for who they slept with. It's absolutely ridiculous. They actually desire these women more than any any other woman in the world. They think that they've got something good. Friends, this is what I'm telling you. We are in a society where the are morally evil are looked upon as good because man has lost his way. He doesn't know the difference between goodness and evil. And that is a sure sign the devil is present, friends, and the devil is not some thing with horns on it and, ooh, the devil, the devil. That's what the religious people think, friends. The devil is a very fragmented, warped, reversed, backwards, convoluted way of seeing things. It is the mind that sees that which is good as evil and that which is evil as good. That is the devil, and that is the current state of, of mind at this time. How do we heal from something like this? How does man uh, get past this? How does he get through this? Friends, one of the beautiful things about nature is that it has the ability to sustain itself. Nature is about sustainability. Nature restores. Because man is on this downward spiral, excuse me, spiral, nature will correct this. We don't have to do anything. Friends, I don't have to take to the streets and protest. I don't need to do that. Nature's going to fix it. Believe me when I tell you, that is the universal order and balance. When power is lost, which is what's happening right now, power is being misused, friends. Man is not using his power for the right reason. He's using them to do evil. And when this is the case, nature will balance and correct this. We don't have to protest. We don't have to go to war. We don't have to fight. We don't have to go to congressmen, especially here in the United States. We don't have to worry about it. It will take care of itself. It always has and it always will. The problem with man is that he's a fool. He thinks that he always has to jump in and do something about it. Friends, there are animals that are on the extinction list, new ones, every day. And man thinks he has to start a wildlife conservatory to save them. I'm telling you there's a reason why they're on the extinction list, and they need to stay there. Let nature do what it needs to do. There have been races of men that have fallen, friends. They have been extinct. And there's a reason for it. Nature only, it weeds out the weak, and it allows the strong to remain, and it has always done this. So what does man do? He tries to sustain weakness. Man is a fool, I tell you. I can't say that enough. He thinks that he always has to jump in and save and save and save, but who he really needs to save is himself. Man only needs to be concerned about himself. He doesn't need to be concerned about what animals on the extinction list. He needs to be concerned about himself because if he does not get himself together morally, friends, hear me now. I'm going to be talking about morality even more because I've been shying away from it a little bit but I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm going to be talking about it. If man does not look at himself and get himself on the right track morally, he will face extinction. Because nature will not tolerate a race of men that is not living to sustain nature. Because the greatest law, I tell you, friends, the greatest law is the law of love. And that love has to do with With everything going around and coming around, just like a wheel. You see, life is a wheel, friends. It turns and turns and turns. And anything that gets in the way of this wheel turning, nature destroys. Man, when he is not righteous, when he does not live a life that is morally upright, when he goes against nature in any way, shape, or form, friends, hear me out, nature will destroy him. It has done it in the past, and it will do it now. Friends, there is scientific proof of this. There, there are books written about this. There are ancient scriptures written about this. Friends, why do you think there have been catastrophes, uh, all kinds of natural disasters that have wiped out portions of this planet? It is because man has not lived his life morally upright you see they don't want to admit this friends nobody wants to admit that the reason for these natural disasters and all these catastrophes is because man is immoral because nobody wants to face the fact that man is not good man does not want to see that he's not good he wants to believe that he's good that he has love that he has perfection when he does not Man has to work for goodness, and the only way he can bring about goodness in himself is if he serves. But if he does not stop with his selfishness and his laziness, he cannot mature himself to the point where he will say, where he will say, thy fellow men need me, I have got to serve them. Friends, I don't have any time, but please join me next time. I'm I'm not going to do this so random. I'm going to get back on schedule. And give me a call. Email me. Let's talk about this. Until next time, I love you all. Please be blessed.